Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Dear Media IRL is back and we're showing up bigger, better and louder than ever. Join us on May 4th in Austin, Texas for the ultimate live podcasting experience. Watch and learn from your favorite Dear Media hosts as they bring their insightful discussions from your headphones to the stage. Get ready to be inspired, entertained and watch audio get a makeover. Tickets are on sale now at DearMedia.com slash IRL. See you on May 4th in Austin. In Texas. Oh, hi. If you like this show, will you leave a review for it wherever you listen to podcasts? You don't even have to write anything, just some stars will do. It's one of the most effective ways to spread the word about us and one of the most meaningful ways to show your support for what we do. We are so grateful. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to A Thing or Two, a deep dive into stuff we think more people should know about. I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. To share your thoughts on this episode or anything really, leave us a voicemail at 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. Enjoy in our Geneva. So much more. We have a reveal today. We've narrowed down the list of potential fan names. So we're going to give people the semifinalists <laughs> and then we're going to decide what the finalists are. Congratulations to us for drawing this out in a totally unnecessarily lengthy and disorganized manner. It's just like award season where you're like, yeah. wait, what week? What are we doing right now? Yeah. We're doing we're doing SAG Awards. Mm-hmm. And when does and which ones matter and which ones? I are would say we're at the Golden Globes at this point. Yes, I we're think the that's Golden exactly Globes. right. This okay. is the Golden Globes of fan names. I think that's nominees. <laughs> nominees. There are also too many. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is fan names in the humor category. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Comedy okay. or musical. Yeah. All right. This was a new one as of last week. Thingerettes. OK. Thingers. Mm hmm. Thingy Bobs, mm-hmm. Thingy Majigs, mm-hmm. Looney Toonies, mm-hmm. Thingles. Th- thingles we're going with or Thingles? Thingles. Yeah, I guess probably Thingles. It's going to be a pronunciation. It's the glossier yeah. glossier, yeah. you know, conundrum. Yeah. Not a porter problem. Yeah, no, totally. Okay. Thingaristas. The thing I thought of this morning in the shower that's a terrible one, by no, the no, way, I, I, yeah. is two timers. Oh, that's good. But it's, I mean. I liked the ones that were playing on on twos. I, I have a fondness for Looney Tunies. Yeah, Looney. Okay. So I, to narrow this down, I think. Two timers is pretty good. Do you think so? I mean, it's. I mean, it's, you know. It's, the thing is that I, I think from a business strategy perspective, we should probably lean into the thing 
yeah. of it all. Yeah, yeah, okay. But that's hard for me because I also, as I said, I really like Looney Tunes, and I guess the thing is Looney Tunes because you all aren't looking at our notes. It's spelled T-W-O-N-I-E-S. Also challenging. I also liked the idea of abbreviating it to LTs, but we would get so many DMs from people because we still get so many DMs of people saying, what is RWI, even though we put it in the Instagram bio. Even though we have done the work, which is putting it in the Instagram bio. <laughs> done the work. Worth it. That's the work. <laughs> I do think when I do think the spelling thing becomes an issue. Yes, I, I do agree. Think, um, I agree about that. I guess. But, you know, I'm if we do two timers, I'm going to have to call it TTs because that's so cute. And we're into nimming around here. Yeah, that's true. OK, I think maybe a late, a late, <laughs> late edition. We'll add it to the, you know, it's we'll been it screened on one theater the day before Christmas in order to qualify. <laughs> it's not up to us. It's up to the fans. Okay, so we'll okay. add it, you know, and we'll see how they respond. OK, so I think. As a result, we should keep okay. Looney Tunes mm-hmm. and two timers. Yeah. I do sort of like singles because I also think it would allow you to sing the living single song again. Oh God, a throwback to a um, previous era. So I think that we would are be living like living single. <laughs> yeah, in a 90s <laughs> kind of world. Yeah, I'm glad I got my girls. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, yeah. I'm glad I got my girls feels really <laughs> like relevant here. Totally, totally. Um I do think that thingamajigs or thingamabobs between those two, what do you think? Thingamajigs. I, I really got to met I think thingamajigs. Because no, it's hard. thingamabobs is cute. I, why I do I need people bobs? Exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. so cute. Okay. Okay. Let's do that. I think those are the four for me. Okay. Okay. Right? I... I like an option that is uses thing rather than thingy. I couldn't tell you why. Uh-huh. Because I, you know, the thingy well, thing is... thingles. Yeah, okay, thingles. Yeah, thingles. Yeah. Thingles. The problem is I don't actually have strong feel. I think thingy-mabobs is probably honestly the best if I had to say right now. Okay. Thingy- Thingarettes is quite feminized and I want to make space for all well, genders. I just keep thinking of cigarettes. Thingarettes. Yeah, thing- thingarettes. And I don't yeah. think we should be doing yeah. free cigarette ads on the show. No, totally. <laughs> We would not want to lead anybody to to a smoking habit, to a nicotine <laughs> habit. I think I feel pretty good about how you. So those are our four. So those thing, are our four. thingy-mabobs, Looney Tunes, two timers, and thingles. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. we are going to post for people to vote. Yeah, on our and Instagram. then we are going to take those results into mm-hmm. consideration when we decide. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're gonna post this. <laughs> On our Instagram after we've aired this episode. Exactly. We're just doing the we're doing the social strategy live <laughs> so everybody can get no, all know it. What, how the sausage is made. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm on board with this plan. I, I'm I'm loving this. I'm loving this. I'm also loving that we have an incredible thingies guest today. Oh my gosh, the best. Who is perhaps better at this strategy than we are. Oh, for uh, sure she is. <laughs> we should be paying her to do this. Oh my god. If we took ourselves seriously. Emily Sunberg, she is the brain behind the quote hottest business newsletter. Was we, that your quote? No, hers. Oh, and but I oh, think wow. it's great. Okay, I think it's yeah, perfect. The hottest I think business it newsletter. Absolutely yeah. encapsulates Feed Me. It is the business newsletter that we look to and that just like keeps us up on what is happening. She developed the first Instagram strategy for The Cut. She's worked with brands like Julie, The Six Bells, and Row 7, which just feels like that I felt like was a perfect mix for me of like, yep, I know exactly Mm -hmm. what's happening. She has also written absolutely iconic trend spotting stories that you have read, like Mm -hmm. Welcome to the Shop and Hot Girls Drink Whole Milk stories for both for New York Magazine. Deeply important to me because you had started drinking hot milk and I was like, wow, you really got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was just so tired of you know why I started drinking whole milk? It's like the same reason I do so many things. Because it does. It takes longer to expire. 
no, God, that would be, that would make perfect sense. No, it just, everything else felt so much more challenging and irritating to ask for, to explain, mm, to know what mm-hmm. brand they were carrying. Right, to like, right. Because you never know what you're going to get if you're asking if for If you're asking milk, for yeah. almond milk or soy yeah. milk, I'm like, it could be any number of no, things. No, that's true. And whole milk, I pretty much know what that's going to taste like. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's a good reason. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Emily Sundberg caught on to this. She's just very, very good at, at trend spotting and sort of understanding what niche sort of cultural moment has larger significance. And like having fun with all of it. Yes. She has hot takes. She has a sense of humor. Yeah. Let's bring her on. Emily, thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy to be here. It feels like a long time coming. Yeah. Very obvious fit. You guys have such a professional setup. Oh, Oh. thank you so much. Thank you so much. We really have Remy to thank for that. Not (laughs) We didn't do much. I feel like when we think about the newsletters that our listeners or our like peers read, it's yours. It's Casey Lewis's after school and it's Lauren Sherman's line sheet. Those are like, that's that's the the trifecta. trifecta. Those are the ones. But you um, know that I want you to start like your own newsletter empire with Casey and maybe we have to think about who else. But I'm like, can you guys do like that? Like the Condé Nast of the smart yeah. Substack newsletters. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I will. That's a good idea. <laughs> Somebody's going to do it. I mean, that's sort of what Puck I think is Delia right Kai would be involved. Oh, that's yeah, a good call. The ones that are more essay driven or style driven are important. I love them. They're something. But what you and Casey do and some other people, too, but you and Casey do really well is understand what news feels relevant and how to summarize it and what and feels frame like. It. And like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I met Casey for the first time a few weeks ago. We went to dinner and it, there was this moment of like the Spider-Man man <laughs> meme, like, because we had never met before. But Which is everybody crazy. always yeah. says like, you and Casey, you and Casey. Yeah. And both of us worked in newsrooms before. Okay. I worked at New York Magazine after I graduated. She worked at New York Magazine for a little bit. And I think when you're used to that cadence and mm-hmm. that way of sort of generating your own headlines and generating your own angles, it's a lot easier to publish every day because, yes. you know, the news exists. It's mm-hmm. just about doing the work to get up a little bit earlier and turn it into something and have some takes. Yeah. The takes You know what else important. is good? Public announcement could be in I the mix. I was going to say that, that too. Yeah. They yeah. don't include takes, though. So, like takes. Like takes. takes. Yes. In the caption, sometimes yeah. light takes. Yes. Yeah. Um, that is the other one that I read that feels like, okay, what do I need to know? Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's fun. And and the whole reason that I started it was because I was having these conversations in several group texts. And when I was working at Meta in a few different chat rooms, I was, I had a lot of friends who were founders or were investors or were interested in consumer news. I saw this sort of merging of celebrities all becoming founders and Mm -hmm. then founders all becoming celebrities and (laughs) people cared about the business Mm -hmm. that um, Carly Kloss was starting as much as they cared about who Adam Newman was dating and I was like okay there's an appetite here to sort of approach business news in the same tone as pop culture but I felt like the skim was talking down to me and sort Mm -hmm. of dumbing it down in this very I mean they built a great business but mm-hmm. in in a way that I was like I can't show this to my guy friends and they'll like be impressed by this mm-hmm. and then the Wall Street Journal was writing about everything that I wanted to write about but it was in a way that was a little bit unapproachable or less fun you couldn't really laugh at it mm-hmm. it wasn't entertaining certainly yeah, yeah. or not to me yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't gonna be like oh, who the hell wrote this? I want to look at their LinkedIn. I want right. to look where what they do on the weekends. Like, yeah. I want to see who they hang out with. It was like- And okay, they're not going to make a knowing reference. No. No. 
And they can't because a lot of these places have advertisers that they can't upset or ruffle feathers or they have editors who have been doing this for years and years and years who have best practices in mind. But I don't have that and I don't have advertisers. So I can say whatever with 99% vigilance and confidence and rarely do I say something that I regret. But it gives me so much more room to play and Mm -hmm. that's what people have been responding to. Do you and this is different than regret, do you get pushback on some of it? From my readers? Yeah. Definitely from my boyfriend. When (laughs) when he reads it in the morning, sometimes he's like, Emily, you can't say that. Yeah. And then I'll like breathe for a second and then make a decision. Um, Okay, so he's your proofreader. He's your editor. When he's home. He's your sensitivity reader. (laughs) When he's home. (laughs) He's your sensitivity reader. (laughs) Um, I mean, I have have some readers sometimes like debate with me. Sometimes it's in the comments. Sometimes it's in my emails. I the ones that feel more like criticism of me or my mm-hmm. beliefs, I have learned that I'm allowed to just ignore that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if I wrote something that was incorrect, I often correct it in the following letter. Thank you so much to Charles Chocolates for sponsoring today's episode. Wow, wow, wow. And I excited for us to be partnering with this company. So I love orange chocolate peels. Chris really loves orange chocolate peels. Is that what they're called? Yeah. I was chocolate like, covered, chocolate, chocolate covered orange cov- peels. Chocolate yeah. covered orange peels. You definitely got all the words right. They were just in a different <laughs> order. Chris, Chris doesn't have a lot of like treats in his life that he really likes. So oh. I get really excited to when I discover a new chocolate covered orange peel to give him because it's always a home run and I, you know, it feels like a treat I can get for him. So I was at our beloved farm shop in Brentwood Country Mart, our beloved Brentwood Country Mart, and they were featuring these chocolate covered orange peels from Charles Chocolate. So I gave him a spin and man, were they a hit. Man, were they a hit. This is the thing that a lot of their things are just absolute hits. And I'm so glad that you are such a good farm shop customer um, (laughs) that a a Brentwood Country Mart, sometimes regular, that we got to discover them. I had to go back the next time and buy two boxes because they went so quickly. This feels exactly right. Okay, so the rundown of this this company. Charles Chocolates is a premier artisan chocolate brand handcrafted in small batches in San Francisco to ensure the highest quality. Founded by Chuck Siegel, a self-taught chocolatier with a passion for creating exceptional chocolate confections using only the finest natural ingredients. In addition to all of these wonderful orange peels, Mm -hmm. some of their other famous creations include, you know, a line of chocolate bars, edible chocolate boxes, which they sent us and are totally insane. And they're so good. So gifty. Florida sell caramels um, and their collection boxes, which include passion fruit, mojito, Meyer lemon, blood orange truffles, espresso caramel chocolates. Visit charleschocolates.com and use the code THING15 for 15% off your first purchase. That's charleschocolates.com with the code THING15 for 15% off your first purchase. What are the stories or the topics that your readers are most excited about? that they get like either whether they, you know, write back to you or they're just clicky. Yeah, I think I've covered the aesthetics industry like as a whole pretty closely, whether that's Ozempic or beauty products or treatments or Botox. And that's been very emotional to see how people Mm -hmm. respond to that. But Mm -hmm. it is a huge 
place where people are spent, specifically women, are spending their money and their time. And it's part of like phone culture and selfie culture. But also Mm -hmm. you walk into a Sephora and there's things that say better than lip injections or better than Botox. (laughs) You're sort of just immersed in it. Yeah. And if you look at the fundraises and the acquisitions that the beauty industry is is experiencing over the past year, two years, it's super profitable to talk about those things, to market those things. I mean, Ozempic, like when I write about that, people get so upset. And I'm like, this is one of the most this this people are upset that it exists like people are upset. That that's something that people have emailed me and been like, can you please stop writing about this? And I have to say but it's absolute, a huge booming business. That's, it's yeah. a booming business. And it's one of what, the most profitable businesses in Europe. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's. But what is what bothers like they're just sick of reading about it is what bothers probably sick of reading it. about it or they're defensive. Maybe some of them use it. But a lot okay. of people in my comments will also say, like, I'm on it. I'll tell yeah. you what the actual thing is like. Yeah. It's it's. It ruffles feathers, but I don't mind that because it means that there's dialogue at least. Right. Yeah. And right. it means that I've like touched a button. Um, something I've been writing a lot about is fragrance, which mm-hmm. is really interesting. Which you're also studying. I took a, a course okay. on it last semester, which was yeah. really, really fun. I took it at FIT where I went to undergrad, actually. And the class was probably a third people who work in labs and in in beauty chemistry already a third maybe people that used to work in magazines. And then there was just people who were generally curious about the space. That's mm-hmm. cool. But since I started writing about it, I've had readers pitch me ideas. I've had readers send me, you know, that they didn't even realize that this was happening. And now they're like, do you want to start a business with me? <laughs> Obviously, the headlines about fragrance have only increased. Mm-hmm. So that's, that was a really fun one to cover. I think it was my mother the other day said something to me about like not wanting to buy fragrance online. And I was like, right, of course, that makes sense. And I remember that when we had of a kind, we paused before we ever sold fragrance online for this reason, because it was like, how could anybody what shifted that people are so willing to buy fragrance online now? So I think one of the first things was the pandemic and people being home and Mm. investing in candles and home fragrance. I think everybody remembers like that candle boom when Mm -hmm, everyone was launching Mm -hmm. a new like Mm -hmm. hotel lobby candles or Montauk candle company, Mm -hmm. whatever it was, just to have something to make your space feel a little bit more elevated. And then fragrance, it I think it started with just the mass marketing of beauty. Mm. Fragrance is a pretty inexpensive thing to produce. It's alcohol and then a few oils or chemicals to make it smell nice. Often, most stuff on the market is synthetic, which people also don't know. And then you put all the money into the packaging and the marketing, and you can tell whatever story you want. So if you are telling a story that people feel like they might be interested in or are told that they should buy into, it's kind of like anything. Like, why would you buy clothes? My mom still doesn't really like buying clothes online Mm -hmm. because you can't try it on. But we are all just like pushed that narrative. Do you think consumers are more familiar with or educated about the language of of fragrance now? Like they know what a sandalwood is? I think some people are. I know that there's a lot of brands that try like sending you the samples mm. and and you test them. Oh, and right. then you They'll get a the d- gift certificate yeah. to buy the full size mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. I do have a set of friends who know everything they like, whether it's pistachio or right. cedar or whatever, and they can say that so quickly. And then I have plenty of friends who don't give a shit about it. I also think that we probably wouldn't be talking about this category that seriously if we weren't in New York. Like we're surrounded Mm -hmm. by people who care about these things and talk about them where if I was to go to my 
friends on Long Island or my friends who are doctors who live mm-hmm. somewhere else, they'd be like, I don't really know what you're talking about. Like I saw Sol de Janeiro in Sephora. It looked mm-hmm. nice. I bought it. It was affordable. Right. Like, yeah, they don't even think about how it got there. It's just like, oh, this is a cult beauty product that's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Just how everybody started using lip masks because they were told lip masks were important. Like, yes, right. and they were no. seeing them on their social feeds and they were like, huh, sure. Exactly. Right. But I think slowly, like we saw the whole wave of everybody having these tomato scented fragrances. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's not tomato scented. It's tomato leaf scented. And it's completely made up because yeah. you can't <laughs> actually derive any scent from a tomato mm-hmm. leaf. So it's something that somebody made in a lab and was like, this is a greenish, slightly herbaceous scent, and we're going to call it tomato. And mm-hmm. then everybody, Byredo and Flamingo Estate and all these places made it. But that was like an invented marketing moment. Right, right. right. Which is, once you know all that, like it kind of makes it fun to actually think about what you like and what right. you're actually enjoying. What made you take the fragrance class? Noticing the boom in the industry. Yeah. And I was like, if I'm going to write about this, I want to understand it. And I don't at all. Mm. I mean, this is this is what makes you so great, you know? <laughs> well, I also went to FIT and I was like, I know that their continuing education programs are really fun. And mm. they're like 600 bucks for a semester. Wow. That's um, a thing really in and good. of itself. I was going to say. Totally. That's like, can that's they advertise fun. with us? This yeah, is that's such really a, fun. Totally. That's um, what people should know. Yeah. And I had friends being like, yeah, I want to do that. I want to do that. And then they were like, oh, it's every single Wednesday night at 7 p.m. And I have to sit in a class. Yeah, but oh, for how mind. long? 12 weeks. Yeah, that's but fine. that's great. Yeah. It is great. Yeah. And it was nice to always have to say no to plans on Wednesday. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a great deal. Like yeah. 50, 50 bucks. I encourage everybody to get into a class where you're not allowed to take your phone out for a few hours and you're not allowed to be on a laptop and you're just like, interacting with people that you would not be meeting otherwise of all different ages of all different experience levels like the range of ages in this group I think the oldest person was 80 like wow it was really nice I love it yeah this is incredible yeah it really is what other industries areas brands are you excited to watch this year I think like hair care will be something that Mm. people are investing in more and more and I think, again, like that's sort of like a manufactured thing, but that's still in the category of beauty. I mean, I do hear, I, I continue to hear about hair loss. And we're, you know, Erica's 40, I'm about to turn 40. It's all, it's day. a thing. It's it a, is a but genuine I hear thing about that it is happening to me. From, yeah. from women and men. And was, I was at a 50th birthday party over the weekend and every men and women all talking about the hair loss and hair thinning products that they're using very openly. Yeah. And honestly, people talking very openly about Botox in a way that, Eye clock and not just Botox, but everything. Botox, the needles that or the fillers, the lasers, in a way that felt to me like a market shift, especially within this particular sort of social crew. That I was like, oh, mm-hmm. now we're talking about it like it's Advil, like mm-hmm. it's there's no shame or anything around it. Yeah, definitely. I think that that yeah, that whole section of beauty. I I'm excited to see how hospitality shifts. Mm-hmm. I'm noticing more and more hotel groups building hotels and on traditional cities for weekend trips just and people go there for the hotel before the city like yeah. oh, you're going to one of the do you know the ash hotel group mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i'm going to their hotel in baltimore next weekend because yeah. they invited me but That's i have great. no idea what the hell to do in baltimore and i'm just going because the right. hotel looks you're beautiful. gonna eat yes cabs, yes crab um a few weeks great. ago i went to lennox massachusetts because mm-hmm. somebody who i went to school with runs marketing at this hotel group Lifehouse. so mm-hmm. I went there for that. But I think a lot about hotels. And I think Palm Heights and Grand Cayman yes. was yeah. one that yeah. changed how a lot of yeah. sure. people. I mean, I went there in November. They paid for it. But 
a lot of it was like, I didn't even know this could exist in a hotel. I didn't know this attention to detail was something that was even thought about still today because a lot of the newer hotels I go to, it's like sort of a white box. It's kind of stripped down. Yeah, Yeah, the experience is fully stripped down. Yeah. And I think that the new currency of hospitality, Frog Club just opened. It's from the same people as Horses in LA. Oh, right. Yeah, I read about this as I read about it. And they put stickers on your phone so you don't take photos. Oh, wow. So something I've been saying to a lot of people from the conversations that I've been picking up over the last few weeks is this phone at the door idea of like privacy is currency and secret events and Mm -hmm. access and members clubs. So that's something that I've been thinking about a lot too. The other business that I feel like for me mentally did a lot of work in shifting and making this like, oh, hotels and places you wouldn't necessarily think of to go was the graduate hotel group. Mm -hmm. And just like the idea that you could open up a cool hotel in a college town and that there was an audience for that and just like demonstrating mm-hmm. that that absolutely. existed. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think hotels are exciting right now. I mean, I think it's also the sort of the Airbnb exhaustion um, uh, has like yes. catapulted and people horror back. stories like yeah. I I mean, horror me. No, but I think horror stories is right. That's but what I've just it, been yeah. hearing so many. If you're shelling out the same amount that you would for a hotel and you're not getting something even close to that, it's so mm-hmm. disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. I think people are a little tired of the Airbnbs and they'd rather stay in like a normal B&B. Like right. Yeah, normal, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's more yeah. bare bones, but it's still like there's someone at the desk or there's somebody who's going to be there to help move you through the trip. I also think the other thing that's happened is that especially over the pandemic, everybody puts so much work into their homes. And so then it's like if you're paying to stay somewhere that's not your home, ideally, it's better than your home. Well, this is a conversation we have all the time. I like I so hate paying to stay somewhere that is shittier than where I live. (laughs) I I wrote about that this week. I was like, I feel really great in my home. Yes. Yeah. I love my takeout options. I love how I cook at home. I I've spent so much time. I love my bedroom. I love my, like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And we're lucky, like, to love our neighborhoods and to love our homes. Absolutely. But I feel the same way that even, like, when I'm finding myself saying no to more trips lately, just, and I'm sure it comes with age, too. Like, we're getting older. It's less. But I do think if you like your home, you're like, (laughs) I don't want to leave it. Totally. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Or if I am going to leave it, it should be for something something special. Or like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or as nice. And then the last thing Mm -hmm. that I'm fascinated by is the wedding and bachelorette party Mm -hmm. industry and the amount of cash that goes into those. Like, do you know the app Batch? Yes. Okay. I just reached out to their CEO because I'm doing a story about, I interviewed a ton of women about the amount that they've spent for bachelorette parties. None of the stories were good. All of these women were like, make it anonymous. I hate Mm. these people. (gasps) My credit card bills, whatever. I I can't believe this is still happening because I felt like it peaked when we were going through our wedding stage of life. In the like, hey ladies era. Yeah. Yeah. Like Miami, Cabo. Right. Yeah. It doesn't stop because now it's like the gift bags, the clubs, I mean, the welcome drinks, the welcome drinks, the thing that you send to the people to invite them is like the personalized experience. Yeah, Yeah, the personalized (laughs) hats, the all of these people come back and resent the bride. Right. And it was all really just done for the bride's Instagram. That means it's peaking and there needs to be a shift soon because that can't be sustainable. It's so 
odd to me, but because it does seem like everybody resents it. So then who's driving? Who's to perpetuate it? Well, if I think everybody still resents the bride. it so much. I think still yeah. people and she but that person is like, but I did this for all of you. Right. So you will yeah. you will experience yes. the horror for me. Okay. So yeah. now I'm hearing that if three friends are getting married the same year, they'll batch them into one trip. Okay. Or, oh, the batched batch. Yes, mm-hmm. the batched batch. <laughs> and now there's these services that you use that will help you plan it you give them a budget and maybe they Mm -hmm. level set it I'm hearing more like get a house upstate and just kind of like get a ton of wine and chill for a weekend people are happier with that but that's what we did in my friend group more or less that sounds so much like adult sleepover energy yes yeah yeah. I don't, I'm, you know, in my 30s, I don't need to like get on a table. No, like, no, yeah. I don't even think that would look good. <laughs> but yeah, that's another right. space that I'm very curious about. That's super interesting. We have to get to your thingies. All right, let's do it. Okay. I wrote them all down. Okay, uh, good. Tell thank us you. everything. I'm kind of doing a wide list. Some okay, of these people love. can buy. Some of them are mindsets this that is, people need to embody. This is what we like. Okay, so I'm, I write this letter every day. Mm-hmm. And often it's a news roundup. But I would say twice a week, there's something a little bit more thoughtful and written. So I've been going into the New York Times and New York Magazine archives. Both mm-hmm. are digitized. So mm-hmm. You can go and see how people were writing about spa treatments in the 90s. I saw a piece that you'd pulled from yeah. like, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or members clubs in the 80s yes. with like the Yale Club when they first let women in. And it's so funny how much more attention to detail and the spaces people are in. Like I went in, I checked in, the woman's face changed when I said this as I was leaving. She asked me for my number. Just like, you can just tell that there was no phone or thing to distract you mm. while you were going through every minute. Mm-hmm. You can also tell these people had weeks and weeks and weeks to write a fucking story. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. You, it's not a Daily Mail bulleted. No, it's like, not a 30 minute. Here are the things you're trying to take away. Yes, yeah. it's not a 30 minute Zoom with a subject mm-hmm. and right. you're supposed to leave with something that drives traffic. A profile, like a full profile. <laughs> so I love the archives. Another big thing, I've been buying a lot of pickles and making my own hot sauce. Wait, what? I was it the the first part and the second part of that they're, sentence they're were not in the what same I expected category to go for okay. me. Okay. So the hot sauce, you just buy a bunch of peppers at the farmers market, okay. get some garlic, get some herbs if you want, and then you blend it all with vinegar and water. Okay. You leave it on. You your, don't have to cook it. And salt. No, I'm sure there are recipes where you do, but for this one, I found it somewhere online. You leave it on your counter for two days and sort of let it ferment, and then you blend it again, and then you put it in your fridge and you have it forever. Okay. I'm not like Brad Leone from Bon Appetit status with my fermenting. I'm not with the thermometers and all that, but this works really well for me. And you like it. It Does it taste fresher than the store-bought? Are you liking that you can emphasize certain... It's like, mostly it the process. Acidic? Like, okay. hey, I made this. Yes. I have friends over. Do you want to try it? Yes. But it also is like you can tweak it and make mm-hmm. it whatever peppers you're excited about. And I like seeing my friendly farmer's market guys in the summer and right. having something like last me through whatever. And then pickles, I've just been buying a ton and I'm noticing all the Gen Z girlies are obsessed with pickles now. Mm, yes. And there's all these start pickle mm-hmm. startups. Ooh, so I've been wow. buying a lot of those and kind of like snacking on them throughout the day. Is okay. this a gut health thing? Yeah, Is this was, a like... Totally not. Like yeah. truly, it's just to have salty snacks throughout yeah. the day. But yeah. do you think for the Gen Z girlies, it's a gut health thing? I don't. I think it's like it's skinny girl snacks. Oh, yeah, skinny it's, snacks. it's low. It's low cal. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of flavor. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because these things can't have any live probiotics in them. I can just tell. It's okay. just like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the what are the pickle startups we should know about? I think there's one called Hot Girl Pickles, which is like <laughs> probably the is. worst Why phrase ever. 
Um, it really, yeah, there's something offensive about it. But almost. then like yeah. Grillo's Pickles yeah. did yeah. a huge campaign last week with all of these influencers on my hmm. feed. Like okay. hot girls that don't talk about pickles. Like, <laughs> so there's something happening. It's definitely a skinny snack thing. I got to pull us off course for one minute because there was one question that I had for the beginning of, of our conversation with you that I just, how important is scrolling your social feeds for your job? As important as I want it to be. Like, I just walked around outside and I picked, like, I took photos of so many things that will be perfect to write about in the newsletter tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like, I saw, you guys know the artist Zach Bryan. Mm -hmm. He has billboards up for his Mm -hmm. new music video with Matthew McConaughey. Like, that's something that I can write about and have four sentences. I probably could have scrolled long enough on Instagram to to find somebody doing that. But my letter gets better when I'm out in the world. Like, I went God, to, I love to hear it. Yeah. I'm into one of my things is neighborhood field trips. So like last week I went to Bergdorf Goodman just to check out mm-hmm. the basement and the beauty situation mm-hmm. that was going on there because I, I haven't been there since college. Like when's the yeah. last time you yeah. guys went there? I went over like right before Christmas kind of for this just being like, I want to walk around and see what's happening here and see what the Chaparelli boutique looks yes. like and just like what is the vibe? The attention to detail down there, the fragrance brands down there, stuff I've yeah. never heard of. Even just the people watching. Like, it's a gr- that it's an top incredible floor, store. All the gifts. Oh, yeah. that's, buying furniture. I no, was that's like, the okay, people yeah. watching. That's that top floor people yes. watching. People buying like $5,000 paintings off the wall. And no, you're like, people I'm working shopping in the department store. Children's boutique there. Oh, are the yeah. people the best. Who know more. Yeah. The best. And <laughs> that is the kind of report. And all the other stuff comes to the top of my feed mm-hmm. anyway, whether right. it's through friends in a group chat who are like, look at this Kendall Jenner thing or... Mm-hmm. And then I also have my boyfriend who works in finance who's able to be like, you should probably talk about this tomorrow. Like he can like throw me some other things. But I think what makes my letter special is the stuff that I'm probably picking up on from outside. Like Mm -hmm. I was at San Andreas the other day Mm -hmm. and with my check, they gave me a Gucci postcard and everybody's table had a Gucci postcard with their check. And like, that's a weird thing that's happening at restaurants that they're giving me a little ad with my check and that's something that I could only write about if I left my house and did something you know that's right yeah so neighborhood field trips are definitely one of my great one are there any other neighborhoods so I like midtown is something that I study a lot I did a lower east side pop-up shop letter Mm. right before Christmas because there were all these holiday pop-up shops yep and middle of the day on a Tuesday like saw Leonardo DiCaprio walking (laughs) down the street like saw somebody else and I was like okay this is New York City during the day is so weird sometimes and you need to like be around. I wrote about members clubs for my letter and then I'm actually that turned into a magazine asking me to write a bigger piece for a summer issue, which you guys will see it soon. So I'm going to have to do a little bit of field trip for that. Good. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. But it's that that's really fun, like leaving your house during the day and putting your phone down and just observing. Fragrance, we kind of talked about. But that's something I'm really into right now. Poker. I play a lot of poker. Right. Talk it's to us about this. So first of all, my boyfriend taught me poker in the way that he knew that I would understand it, which was very romantic and sweet. Like he understands how I think. Mm-hmm. And he was able to teach me through that lens, not just like open a poker book and teach me. Yeah. And I think that's why I was able to pick it up so quickly. Mm hmm. But it's turned into a really fun way to get different groups of eight to 10 friends together, 
be together for a whole night, not have to go do something insane and spend a ton of money. And not have to like host in like a dinner party way. Everybody talks. Yeah. 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 Not host in a dinner party way. Everybody talks. Everybody like loves each other afterwards. You end up being in these group texts beforehand. Guys and girls can get just as excited about it as each other. It's so, poker is so, so fun. The one thing is like, Finding the right apartments. I was going to say, you has, need a massive table, right? Yeah. Or you need like a lot of chairs. Okay. And then there's people who don't play or get out and they hang out on the side. But playing poker has been really fun. And you also... This is... That's a... We need to go back. Can you come to poker night if you're not going to play? Yeah. We allow people that don't play, but you're just kind of chilling on the couch or watching. Or, How... But does that get out of hand? Um, The first... There were a few games last year where a few people's girlfriends didn't play. Mm-hmm. So like the girlfriends just hung out on the couch yeah, and it okay. was totally fine. Okay. I'm sure at some point they should learn how to play so they can sit at the table. <laughs> yeah. It's more yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's also funny because people start saying like, can I come to your next poker game? Right. You can't, You have to like shuffle people out. You so have you a members have... club now. You have we, one. Yeah. <laughs> we have our own members club. <laughs> but it's really, really fun. You can play wherever you go. I went to Maine with friends a few months ago and like we had a few other friends that were an hour away in Maine and we all got together to play poker because it was yeah, something for everyone to do. Stop. How um, did your boyfriend teach you in a way that like spoke to you? Yeah. Can you explain Honestly, that? like I just cared about learning from him. I've dated people before who are probably 10 times more experienced in poker. And I just didn't really care to learn from him. But yeah. Jake, Jake is my boyfriend's name, like really took the time to teach me. And he like went, I was playing a big game with a bunch of girls and he knew that it was going to be sort of high stakes because of these girls. And <laughs> he played with me for an hour, like one-on-one, just doing all different hands, just uh, going through it. I'm sure he could analyze each of you mm-hmm. and like teach you in your yeah. custom mm-hmm. way too. Customized way. But yeah, it's poker's really fun. I feel, do you think, so do you remember, I feel like it was early aughts. Poker had a really big cultural moment where it was like the World Molly's Series game. of Poker. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Vegas. yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Are we, are we looking at another one of those moments? Thank you startup-y world, finance world, people email me and be like, we should start a ladies poker game Mm, and mm -hmm. we should invite eight people and like, uh, invite me. I don't want to plan it, but invite (laughs) me and I'll play. What are the financial stakes of the poker games you participate in? We usually do a $50 buy-in. Which means, okay, so everybody has to put in 50. Everybody has to put in 50. And then if you want to play, like if you want to buy back in, it's another 50. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Do you have interest in casino poker? Yes, but I think that would really, I've been told that a lot of the things I do like would not fly in a casino. Like, <laughs> like taking a really long time okay, or yeah, like yeah. looking at my cards like too high. Like right. there, there are a lot of instances, a lot of the guys that we play with do play in casinos. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of bachelor parties, I think mm-hmm. Vegas is still like the hot the thing. thing. Yeah. The thing. Yeah. And I would say usually four times game there. They say like you'd be kicked off the table in Vegas right. if you did that. Okay. But I'd give it a shot. I don't yeah. love Vegas. I don't yeah. love AC. <laughs> but I would okay. do it yeah. for the okay. bit. Yeah. yeah, totally. For yeah. The Maybe bit. like Macau, something yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think Macau could be a good vibe for you. Yeah. <laughs> I like that for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then my last one, which kind of goes with fragrance is like, I really believe that your shower is the smallest technically room in your house and mm-hmm. you can really amplify it by bringing in really nice products in there yes so i'm very into shower like, is a room shower, shower is a room, room. Yeah. shower is like this thing that you do every single day like how can you make it luxurious like wonderful experience right 
And we see like the shower head filters uh-huh. and stuff like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like <laughs> getting really special. But yeah, I mean, I love the shower filters. You're like, whatever. sure, whatever. I like don't like I live in New York. The water mm-hmm. is what it is. If yeah. it's not coming out like on my head, like I'm going to be drinking it at some point or Whatever. This is our water. This also, is like, our water. I shower at my gym sometimes. Like, I don't know yeah. what they're doing. I love really special soaps. I mm-hmm. love like gifting soaps also. I love, you know. I like to hear you're a soap person, Claire's body wash person. And yeah. this is a real point of contention. Have you used the soft services, scrubby? Soap? Yes. I have had an issue since I was a kid where when I use scrubby things like that in the shower, I itch like crazy. I and had it, that a few times. It's true of that thing, but it's also true of like a plastic loofah from Walgreens. It's, I just get really itchy. Yeah, with it's that a kind sensory thing. Yeah. Okay. But I love soft services. And I just started using the retinol cream. The, the hand, hand cream. cream. So yes. It's, it's what is lovely. It uh, Plush? Theraplush. Yeah. It's lovely. I mean, what I used it for one product. night. So Such smart. a smart product. Like, That's how I'm starting to be like, my hands, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need to put sunscreen on them. I actually refuse to participate in hand vanity because I'm just like, I, it's something I can't be, I can't have another thing to worry about. But I was like, this is such a beautiful container that I will leave it on my bed stand, bed stand and I will be so happy to use it because I like using well, and my also hands. a refillable thing. And I feel yes. like finally we're at a refillable thing that I actually want to have out. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. Which I feel like I feel like it's taken a bit. Agreed. Have you guys seen the Farah Homidi lip gloss? Yes. yes. That's love. another refillable yes. thing I love. It's yes. beautiful. Yes. I love it. It's gr- I've, I've been very tempted by yeah. it like nine times. One for a few people for Christmas. And then yeah, when I was just thing. in L.A., I was like, we're doing it. It's gorgeous. Yeah, so those are my things. Great things. Love Thank it. you. This was an outstanding thingies roundup. What Thank a perfect you. conversation. That um, was really fun. You guys are great. You were great. That's the show. That's the show. This has been a production of Dear Media, and we are so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us make this podcast happen, especially our wonderful producer, Olivia Mead. You can follow us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. If you have ideas for the show or want to advertise, email podcast at a thing or two HQ.com. Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at a thing or two HQ.com. And if you love our show, you'll also want to join our Geneva. Lots of good chatter happening there. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.